remember so clearly It seems like just the other day We were two kids falling in love But now we're full grown, baby I wouldn't trade it for Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Hope you guys are having a good day AP and Toya Podcast here. Thank y'all so much for joining us. We duly, do I say duly, we truly do appreciate yes. each and every one of you guys for joining us. I am AP. And I'm LaToya. Thank yes. you for coming back and listening to us and just sharing this space with us. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. We thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, again, if this is your first time joining us, thank you guys. We appreciate you. And um, you, you get to know more about us uh, in the podcast. But we have a special podcast on today, um, one that we hope is uh, beneficial to a lot of people and, and fruitful uh, to a lot of people. And um, it's something that's been in our hearts and in the news, actually, lately. And so this is one thing we wanted to yeah. touch on. And um, what's the what's the topic we're reaching on today? Yeah. Babe? So before we even get into the topic, boo, if this is okay, I just want to shout out our new um, followers, yeah, uh, our up, new yo? listeners. I feel like before we even get into this topic, I do want to introduce this. We are a Christian millennial family. We have been married uh, together for 20 years. Is it 21 years now? 21 years now. 21 yeah. years. We've been married for 16 years. We have three awesome children. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and we're just living, loving life and trying to spread some love, right? Trying to spread some love, man. Thank you all so much again. We we love all the feedback that we get and we love the new subscribers and the comments and all that stuff. So thank you all. Thank you all so much. Um, so let's get into the topic. Yes. 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 So we're going to get into this topic, man. Listen, uh, so if you haven't been paying attention or watching, you know, um, we try and keep up on, on current events that are happening. And um, I'm not sure if you guys know about the relationship between um, Quavo from the Migos and uh, what's her name? Saweetie or Saweetie? Alex. Yeah, I don't know. Sweetie, I've, I've I listened know. to a podcast recently and the lady was taking a minute. She's like, is it Saweetie? Weedy? Saweetie? Saweetie? Uh, but anyway, um, uh, it came out in so, the news I think that. Saweetie, right? I think so. Saweetie. So. So but yeah. it came out in the news that uh, uh, they they broke up. They, they were in a relationship for a long time. And, and this podcast isn't about them generally. It's just the concept that we're coming up with. But, you know, long story short, they broke up. And then it came out that uh, they got into a fight uh, in the elevator and stuff like that. It was caught on camera. And, you know, it was a bunch of debate happening online about, oh, is this a bad relationship well this is what this is what black love looked like people men were coming to his defense women were coming to her defense it was vice versa a lot of different things yeah. were happening and so we wanted to touch on the base of toxic relationships and not saying they have a toxic relationship because we don't know them they're not together anymore but we we just wanted to because it was such a hot topic this week we wanted to touch on toxic relationships and so we hope that by the end of this podcast you guys get to yeah. um Maybe this isn't you, and maybe this is somebody that you may know, and maybe you want them to hear this podcast. We just want to lay some things out. Like my wife said, we've been married 20 years. Uh, we've been together 20, 21 years. 21 years, We're yeah. going on our 16th year married. Mm-hmm. And so um, we have a lot of friends who go through things, a family that go through things, and we want to try and, and be And we've been through some things, right? And we've, and been, we've through been through some things, things, for sure. So, yeah, we'll be yeah. transparent about some things that we've been through also. Right. And this is just not for um, for married people. I mean, I've been in oh, toxic yeah. relationships with family members, family, friends, friends. Yeah, yeah. So we're just talking about toxic relationships in, in general. general. Yeah, I think yeah. the Quavo and the the Saweetie thing is what really brought it up. And right. Solange was also trending uh, on Twitter <laughs> for giving Jay Z the, the business Jay-Z in that yeah. elevator. I even saw a meme with with Quavo and Jay Z saying, "Man, we should have took the stairs." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yo. Well, we but, wanted to um, touch yeah. on this stuff. We wanted man. to talk about uh, just dealing with with toxic relationships and just why is it that society and I saw a lot of people um, posting a lot of black men like if your relationship ain't like this, like I don't want it. Like if you can't be, you know, fighting with me and we're not arguing and throwing each other to the floor and all of that stuff. Like I don't want it. This is this is black love. This is everyday yeah, black love. This is what it looked like. That's silly. So so yeah, man. We've been I've been getting into this discussion with my coworkers, my friends, like people around me. So I thought it'd been good to I was about to say bring it to the table. Yeah. I'm thinking we red, are not on a red, red talk we are not table. on the red table talk uh, on really Wednesday. Is. I'm a baby. I'll no. be Jada. But anyway. You better not be Jada. 
I said, I'm gonna meet Jada. Nah, I about to say, yo, you gonna meet Jada? But I said, we gotta have a, a, a discussion off. off Look, <laughs> we gonna be talking about entanglements, okay? Nah, but for real, man, yeah. we just wanted to get into this thing, man, because it is something uh, that we want to talk about. But so let's we gonna get right into it. We're not gonna belabor the point. We're not gonna, you know, drag We're it out. We're not gonna be before you long, like my yes. husband likes to say. But so yeah, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into so it. So yeah, what yeah, is a you know, I wanted to discuss this with you too, Boo, because I feel like you have um, you have a lot of insight into toxic relationships. I mean, how, how I so? just want to be transparent before. Like, I'm still struggling in this area. Like, it's really hard for me to cut people off, even if I know they're toxic. I know they have toxic traits. Like, I just get that mama instinct, that woman instinct that, yo, this is toxic. Yeah. This person is toxic. This is just not good for my mental health. Even if I'm not using the word toxic, like I just know something right with this relationship. Something is not right about the way this person's making me feel. But for some reason, I'm stick with that person. I'm in that relationship. I think that's the Libra in me trying to be loyal mm. um, to these people. And yeah, so I, I really wanted to talk to you about this because I feel like you have such good advice and I feel like your cutoff game is strong. Like it, it's it's something that is a good thing and a bad thing because you know, I, I don't struggle with cutting people out of my life. I think I said this before, I just don't struggle with it. If I feel like somebody is honestly, you know, if it's always drama, it's always something going on, I don't have I have no qualms about it because I feel like if, if my life is if I feel like I'm leading a good life and life is good, but every time I come into contact with this person or it's always some type of toxic thing or it's always some type of drama, I have no problem cutting people off. And it's to a fault too because sometimes I, I should give people the benefit of the doubt because people are human and give them opportunity to, to prove who they are. But me, you know, I'm very, very quick to be like, okay, I'm good. I, I, I'm, I have no qualms about it. So it's a good thing and a bad thing um, because I try and protect my heart and my in my, my life as much as possible because who wants to go around being negative or being angry and stuff like that? I just don't... I, I like to be happy. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, I have no problem cutting off negative people because I just... I like being happy in life. And if you could be happy, why deal with stuff that doesn't really involve, you know... Something's not important. You know what I mean? So, But it's a, it's a gift and a curse because I, I probably should uh, have people in my life that I don't have in my life because I just... I just don't feel like being bothered, you know what I mean, with the negativity. But yes, but before let's 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 get into it. So before we even, I just said that because I know I wanted to put it out there because I feel like personally, like you've given me such good advice in this area. So before we get, I guess let's just get into it. So yeah. what is a? I guess the first thing is like, what is a toxic relationship? I think we should define uh, what a toxic relationship is. I mean, I feel like we all know what a toxic relationship is. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if we, like I said earlier, even if we don't use the word toxic, like we, we get that feeling. Like I, I get that feeling like, yo, this person, this person, like I don't feel right after I talk to this person. Like yeah. the trauma that you, that you told, you talked about earlier, just, just the way that they make you feel, the things that they say to you, the actions that they do, like you just feel like, yeah, you know, I, it's just not right. Yeah, I, I would, if I had to try and put a, a sentence or word to it. I would just say if every encounter with this person, if it's more negative than positive, that is a toxic relationship. And that's what family, family, that's what with, with, with spouse, that's what girlfriend, boyfriend. That's that's just if, if, if the majority of your time is dealt in negativity, it's a toxic relationship. Like because everybody has their good days and bad days. But if it's more bad days than good, you're uh, you're in a toxic relationship. And I actually looked up signs of a toxic relationship yeah. and um what these are one of the these are some of the like, the five quick things that it says dr google this is dr google dr google it said five warning signs of an unhealthy toxic relationship number one is feeling isolated okay. so if you're in a relationship in anything and you feel isolated obviously if you're in a relationship you should never feel isolated you should feel like you're a part of a of a tandem of a couple of something and if yeah. you feel all the time that you're isolated that's just one. That's a one sign of a toxic and unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. I could see that. You can see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Can we run through these? Or we want to talk. Yeah, through yeah, some yeah. Of run through, run through. I mean, All if right. we feel like you know we can expand a little, we will. But I okay. could definitely see the isolation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two is excessive jealousy. Toxic mm. relationship. If you can't go to the store 
and they not cussing you out. They cussing you out because you you were gone six minutes instead of five. That that you know you must have been sleeping with somebody for that one minute. Like if you're that toxic, if they're that jealous, it doesn't say jealousy. It says excessive jealousy. You know what I mean? People can yeah. be jealous, but it says excessive to the point to where you're going so crazy that you're going through phones, you're going through wallets, you're going through everything. You, you, everything that you feel that every single thing that you do is under scrutiny. Like if you go to see your mom and he's like follow you in a car because you want to make sure you got to your mom house. Mm-hmm. That's excessive. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so, I was thinking through that, but yeah. yeah. And I feel like if people are doing that, like if your spouse is doing that, your partner's doing that, I feel like they're up to something. Like if they're blaming mm. you excessively um, for doing something, like they're not trusting you, they're checking you, they ask you, who are you talking to? Who are you texting? I feel like if it's, on the spectrum where it's like very excessive where they're doing it so frequently that it's bothering you that they're doing it. Right. I feel like that's a red flag for like, why do you think I'm always, I mean, that's what I would be thinking. Why do you think that I'm always up to something? Like what is right. it that you're doing that that's making you uncomfortable with what I'm doing? And and that's, and that's something that, yeah, you're right about that. I, yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the third one is deflecting responsibility and blame. Um, now this is obviously, um, this is if, if, uh, every situation can never be, uh, talked out. Like you can't, we can't just have a conversation. If somebody's wrong, you feel you've been done wrong or say, no, say if, 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 if you caught me doing something wrong and instead of fessing up saying, you know what? I was wrong. I instantly throw the blame back on you every single time. Every single argument is your fault. Not my fault. That's a toxic relationship. Well, that, well, that's what cre- mm-hmm. people that go crazy in, t- in relationships and they have these knockdown drag out fights because everybody wants to be right all the time. Mm-hmm. And so instead of admitting you were wrong, every argument is the blame game. Yeah. Well, you, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. So if every... Yeah, you, you it's can't never without, owning up and taking responsibility right, right. for and, and the sign of a healthy relationship is when you can be like, okay, I was wrong. I was, I was I shouldn't have done that. I was wrong. But if every mm-hmm. single argument ends when it's your fault, no, it's your fault, and no, nothing ever gets resolved. Y'all just wake up tomorrow, and now y'all back to being a couple again. That's very toxic, and, yeah. and stuff can't grow that way. Yep, yep. I'm listening to this. I'm taking this in because this is an area that I I struggle with. But I'm listening to that. So what's the next? The next one is frequent arguments right and it has here uh excessive arguments shouldn't be confused with passion it's not passion if you if everything is an argument like like the smallest things are an argument like if you say that um you know hey can you start my car and i go well why can't you start your own car well because i asked you to start your car well why should i start my car when it's not my car well because i asked you well why would so you know what i mean like just set everything's an argument that's how you know you're in a toxic relationship yeah Truth, no. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking. I'm thinking through. That's true. Okay. I've seen. I've been in a lot of um, toxic relationships. So I'm just like thinking through like mm-hmm. some of the things that I've been through. And yeah, it's making a lot of sense. Definitely arguing a lot, uh, deflecting, isolation. Yeah, all these yeah. things. All these things make sense. Yeah. And the last one says treat trying to change each other, not tr- uh, treating each other like projects instead mm-hmm. of people. So if if the if you're not allowed to be an individual in a relationship, the other person is constantly trying to change you. They feel like the person you are, um, they don't let you let you evolve on your own. They're trying to constantly change you, like to the to the fault to the to the fact that you can't even have your own opinion because they try to give you who you, what your opinion is. Mm-hmm. Always trying to not trying to, and it's different between trying to encourage you to 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 be better. But if you're trying to encourage that person by being trying to make them who you want them to be, that can be very toxic mm-hmm. and not letting people change and evolve on their own. But instead, you want everything to be how you want it to be. That can be a toxic yeah. relationship. And I feel like we all struggle in this area, especially For women. Sure. Like, I feel like women are always trying to like we have this maternal instinct inside of us and we're always trying to. Uh, we see the better version of guys and we, mm-hmm. we even if they're showing us very toxic traits, we stay around because we think that we can kind of change them. We could talk to them. We can kind of mold them into this man that we want them to be, even though they're displaying lots of toxic traits like they're they're cheating on you constantly. You're finding text messages from from other women in their phone, like but you still stick around because you're thinking like 
he's going to change. He's going through a phase. Like, he's going to be better. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that, I can well, definitely well, and, see. And, and this, that's, that's the great thing about women, too, because women – um, shout out to all the women listeners out there. Women see the greatness in men. I, I really, if, especially if you're a good woman, you see the greatness in your man. And sometimes you're willing to overlook some of the flaws that they may have to a fault too, because you want the best for the person that you that you care about and love and love. So women are great with trying to bring the best out of a man, but at the same time, women you have to notice when that man is toxic as well. You know what I mean? So it's it's a it's such a superpower you guys have, but also it's your kryptonite as well because yeah, you guys are definitely. so great at that. But also, it's the thing that is a lot of women's downfall um, when it comes to dealing with toxic men. Yeah, yeah. A lot of women stick around for waiting for change. Yeah. Waiting for change, waiting for him to stop cheating, waiting for them to stop treating you this way. I stop mean, I'm not. You. Stop abusing Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not Dr. Google, but I would like to add some traits that um, that I think um, manipulation. Oh, that's, I that's think big. manipulation, that's being manipulated, and it doesn't even have to be like a spouse. I'm thinking like parental. I'm thinking friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if that person is manipulating you and sometimes you realize it and sometimes you don't. I've been ma- manipulated by tons of people and I didn't even realize it in the moment. It was after the fact that I'm like, yo, like that person manipulated the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so because, you know, you trusted that person with your with your heart, with your mind. And then you realize after like, like, yo, I just got played hard. Yeah. But um, manipulation, um, verbal ver- verbal abuse, yes. physical abuse. Yeah, signs um, of to- these are all signs of these are definitely signs of toxic, toxic relationships. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, these these and these aren't all things that you know. Um, these are just red flag things right out to um, you know, right off the the, the bat. These are things that and. We brought it up because, again, in the comments, people were like, well, if my relationship ain't as fiery, were we fighting and, and fighting? Did we making love? Did we fighting? And, like, nah, man, that's just too much. That's that's a toxic relationship when your relationship is based on arguing all the time, but then you make love and it's all better. Like, nah, come on, man. We, we got to be a little bit more. Um, we got to be better than that. We got to be more mature than that. I mean, because honestly, how can anything, how can anything beautiful grow out of that toxic because next thing you know you're bringing your children into that toxic relationship and the next thing you know yeah. your children are toxic and now you started a generational curse because you guys just can't get it together they pass it down to their kids but can i tell you though i've talked yeah. to a lot of people um that have told me that's how they keep things like spicy like it keeps it keeps things interested i know i get <laughs> like that. interesting in their in their marriage the toxicness and then fighting and then making up and it, it makes it's what's the saying like it makes the making up like even better i get that. like you know I can understand so a that. lot of people yeah i mean keeping it keeping it a buck i mean whenever you do have a big argument y'all didn't talk y'all didn't, haven't talked for like one or two days and once y'all get back together the makeup is always really good when you make up <laughs> yeah. so that's awesome you know what i mean but at the same time, if if you're crying every day, but then y'all make up and now it's all better. But the next day, after the next day of making yeah. up, you're back to crying again. You don't know what's coming. That, yeah. yeah, come on mm-hmm. now. That, that, that's that's a little bit different than having an argument and making up than you being like, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, I, I get that. That's that's a you know, I get that people will lean on that, but. We're trying to be a little bit more mature than that. And again, we ain't saying, oh, your relationship is horrible. Y'all need to do this, not need to do that. We're just trying to say, how can we have healthy relationships? Because at the end of the day, we all want to live a long life. And how can you live a long life if your face all scrunched up, you're looking ugly every single day, you're oh crying, you're doing all I that stuff. I don't say all of that. I would just I'm say saying stress. Stress adds, well, you know, stress Stress adds to health issues yeah. and... You're the nurse, come on. Stress triggers, you know, diseases and releases hormones in our bodies that, that we just don't need. Yeah. But dealing with toxic relationships, man, you know, I'm like listening. I'm like, um, you pointing to something? I'm like listening to you and, and thinking at the same time and really learning from this because this, this area is like such a struggle for me. So mm-hmm. it's frustrating uh, for me at the same time because I've been in a lot of situations where like I just didn't create boundaries and looking back on it sometimes i get sometimes what's what you no, 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 sometimes i get sometimes i i get upset at myself i think i'm i've healed from a lot of toxic relationships right. 
But I get upset at my at myself when I look back and I'll be like, yo, why didn't I realize that this person was manipulating me? Or why didn't mm. I realize that this is what's going down? Like I felt it in my heart. I knew in my mind something wasn't right. Like why was why wasn't I more proactive about about knowing like I guess it has issues to do with like self-worth and self-esteem and all that stuff but why didn't I create why didn't I set up boundaries for myself like why did I let myself stay in this toxic relationship like well let's 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 unpack that though so so if you think about it a lot of times people are um are in toxic relationships and don't really realize no let me let me change that sometimes people are in toxic relationships and they don't know how to get out of them you know what i mean and so they're so used to this being their norm that yeah. any any sign of and the, and the crazy thing is ladies and and men you guys know when you're in a toxic relationship you know it it's like it's like you just know it in your heart. Like, you have that, uh, what's yeah. it, that discernment in your heart. Like, but yo, something's not like, right. Sometimes it's all you know, though. Like, That's if what I'm you've saying. grown up in this, like, you know, like, if you've seen your mama take a lot of verbal abuse, physical yeah, abuse, let's unpack that like, part. Yeah, if yeah. you've seen that growing up, if it was part of your, your household growing up, like it was for me, like, I don't really have a mental picture of, like, like I don't have to take this. Like I could leave. I could walk out. Mm-hmm. I cannot be in relationship with this person. Like I cannot be manipulated by this person or this friend or whatever. Like, like if you sometimes you I feel like you know it's not right, but you also don't feel like you have the will or the strength to 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 leave that relationship. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm explaining it right. Like you just, no, you no, just feel it. like you. It becomes your like norm. It's just your norm. It's just yeah. part of you. It's just what you know. Like so, so you you said something very important. Sometimes we get this um, idea of what relationships look like based on how we were raised and what we saw growing up. And so, if you were, if you lived in a household that was toxic, and and and, and honest, honestly, sometimes parents don't even realize they're in a toxic household until the kids grow up and realize wow i witnessed some crazy stuff you know yeah. what i mean because i but, feel like for my parents like they were also raised in toxic households right. so i got passed down from generation to generation yep. and you know i feel like they did their best as parents but mm-hmm. also at the same time now that i'm a parent and i'm raising my kids i'm like that is toxic as hell like yeah, yeah. i cannot have this right now in my marriage i can't have this I can't be in relationships like this because I don't want my kids to experience this so they can pass it down to their kids. I feel like without you even knowing it, that like like you have these traits inside of you because mm-hmm. you've it's like ingrained in you or something like because you've seen it your whole life growing up. Yeah. And, and that's that's the thing. We, we we're growing up in these in these households that especially now because back in the day, any type of thing with feelings you barely brought up. You know what I mean? And so yeah, you could it feel, was my mine yeah. was definitely like look kids that are like seen and not and heard. not heard, like, right? Yeah. If your family hurt your feelings, your mom or dad hurt your feelings, like you're not it's like, like you're not like crying and let's let's talk through this and no. you know, why did I you know, what did I say to hurt your feelings? Like how can we make this better? You know, or even like, you know, I'm sorry for saying that, like that was really hurtful. It was none of that. No. And that's so. one of the things we, we try to do with our with our kids and and, and I mean, I mean, listen, a lot of people be like, man, you guys are always giving this advice and you guys have the perfect marriage. You have the perfect this. It's like, no, we we've grown through a lot of things. But also we realize a lot of the mistakes that our families have made and not to throw shit at any of our family members. We love our parents and stuff like that. But it's like when you grow up in, 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 in certain environments, you know, from the jump, I don't want my kids to ever feel this way and so we're very one thing about my wife and i we're very intentional on how we raise our kids and so we like to and and, you know of course we we scold our kids when they get in trouble and you know i don't spank the kids no more they got a little you know they're older now but we we get to the point to now we can actually talk things out to be like yo what's going on with you or why what's what's happening my wife is very we're all me and her are like good cop bad cop because it's like my wife is so quick to be like Let's talk this thing out. What's going on? Why did this happen? Why? Like, what's going on with you? Not like cussing and going crazy, but she's like, why did this happen? And so I feel like when we were growing up, did we really have that opportunity to be like, 
I'm feeling this way because of this. It was more like you said, more seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so and so we're trying we're trying our best to break a lot of generational things that have yeah. happened. We're trying our yeah. best to be, you know, those voices for our children. Mm-hmm. And so this way we can stop we, we said this when we first got married. You want to stop all types of generational curses, we want to stop it with us. And that mm-hmm. comes from broken homes, that comes from alcoholism, that comes from um, abuse that comes from whatever we want to make sure that everything that we felt we saw or witnessed when we were mm-hmm. children we we that that stops with us mm-hmm. and so that's just what we are but yeah. you know but and i think i think we we do a good job at this i mean we're not perfect but i no, think we all. do we have a good thing well when we're around each other and if you say something to the kids for example and i'm like whoa like that wasn't right we'll stop it right there and be like hey like like Mm -hmm. say that a little better to them like you know kind of apologize for kind of saying that or or calling names or anything like that I'm like and even now as the kids get older like I ask you to not address certain things with the girls with you Mm -hmm. know with their bodies and clothing and kind of stuff like that how they take care of themselves I'm like you know let me as the mom talk to them talk to you know talk to our girls about certain things and you talk to to jordan our 14 year old son about certain things because i just i I don't know i just don't want to create any complexes or anything like that but just like watching the way we watching the way we talk to them and the things that we say to them and being mindful like you know we have our off days and for us to be like you know check kind of check each other like yeah like hey like that wasn't that wasn't nice what you just said to the kid or that right. that could be, you know, because the toxicness like come we we were raised in it. So it comes out in us, whether we whether we like it or not, no matter how much we try to suppress it. I feel like, you know, it's like our our fallback, like when we right. get mad and we're like talking to them, sometimes some things come out like yeah. I had like a few months ago. Like, I mean, I, don't, I feel like I'm not really like I don't curse like I'm not like I don't curse all the time. But sometimes when I get really upset and my son could do that to me, like just make me so upset like I found myself like yelling at him and saying one or two curse words and I'm like I had to check myself like why am I why am I doing this right you know what I'm saying so and he he checked me too he's like mom do you realize when you get really mad at me you always like you curse at me you say curse words and I'm like like whoa like you know like I had to really check that and pray about that And, and if you know if you know anything about my wife she has to be on level yeah, like 15 <laughs> to get to because to, my wife is the sweetest most oh my gosh like, it somebody takes, told me the other day that they thought of me as being pure like they're <laughs> like they were asking me about the little Nas situation it's a little side note sidebar but they're like yeah that little Nas video and they're like oh well she was talking to me and then she turned around she's like oh let me tell this this girl next to us she's like oh let me t- let me ask her because i know you haven't seen it and i was like what you mean like shea mm. room is like yeah. the, the the number one news premiere like if something's not happening on shea room like do i know that it's you know it's going down but yeah. that's bad that i even get all my news from the shea room but anyway i'm like what you mean like why would you think i didn't see the little nas video and she was just like i don't know i just think you're like you're so pure. I just see you as so pure, and I'm like, but, oh, that's, yeah, so I, that's I was, weird. I was saying, like, it takes my wife to get on level 15 or 20 to even get to that point. But anyway, we say all this stuff, to, not to get off the t- into the tangent of our kids, but we say all this stuff because what you, the kids, what you saw as a kid can turn into toxic relate toxic stuff. Traits as, in you. Yeah, it can turn yeah. into toxic traits in you when you get older. And so, um, you know, just be mindful of that stuff. So toxic traits can be anything like that. Oh, we we had through a whole bunch of them, y'all. And now we want to go into... Um, uh, so I guess the second thing, we identified what some toxic traits are. Right. And like, what I guess what to do if you're in a toxic relationship. Yeah. What are some things that you do? I had this conversation really with, Uh, lately with some people that are struggling that they know that they're in toxic relationships but it's just that like divide especially for women like between your mind and your heart your heart saying like I love this person I know they're toxic as heck but you know like my mind is telling me like I need to get out of this relationship but my heart is like locked in like but I love him like I love this person like this person is my family member like how you get out of a toxic relationship with your mama? <laughs> like, you right. know, and your dad, like, they're your family. And, so, and that, I guess that's the biggest thing. So how to, we said, how do we get out of a toxic relationship? Was that or, what like, what to do? Like, what to, what do? to okay. do if so you're in you, this yeah. toxic relationship? So now that you have the signs of what toxic relationships are, 
these are some of the things that we came that came to our mind when it's when we talk about how do we get out of toxic relationships. And, and again, this advice is not saying leave your marriage, leave your husband. Listen, that we we're promoting healthy relationships, healthy marriages, healthy whatever. We just want to make sure that everybody's healthy mentally, because if not, then you know what the other side of that is: is depression. It's it's you know it's weight loss or weight gain. It's uh you know just your self esteem is down. So we just want to give you a little bit suicide. of suicide. Like so, I've, suicide. Talk, I've counseled people through suicidal thoughts right. from you know from being in a toxic relationship with their husbands. So it, I'm hoping that this podcast will open up the door to to some conversations that need yeah. to be had. Some just some a light bulb man to go off in your head like yeah. yo like i'm experiencing a lot of these traits in my relationships because i mean i've counseled people through some relationship relationships where they've they've had to separate from their husband because it was so toxic it was right. leading to them having suicidal thoughts it was leading to them thinking like they're so like destined for for nothing like the best thing to do was to kill themselves and, and, so. and let's and let's let's unpack that actually like knowing how to get uh, knowing when it's time to get out of a toxic relationship that's the the tell the telltale sign of when you know it's time to get out of a toxic relationship is when you feel that you can no longer be you and I say that because I see that meaning you feel trapped that you can't be yourself and when and, and people come to suicide when they feel like there's no rope left there's no there's no road left to travel i'm at the end uh, you're ready to, mm-hmm. yeah you're at the i'm at the end that's when you know okay it's time for me and my wife said it earlier it's, t- it's a two-fold conversation you either need to have a conversation with your significant other and you also have to have, have, to have a conversation with yourself it just has to happen and that comes and just some wise counsel too. And wise counsel. I feel like sometimes Please, you're let it be so wise counsel. Yeah, you're so oh, wrapped up God. in your own life. Like, and when you get to that point where suicide is even a thought, I feel like you feel so isolated. Like that's one of the the first points that they gave us. Like you, you're in this isolation where you you really can't see further ahead of you. Like you're so in this thing. It's been toxic for so long. It's really taken over who you are as a person like if you're a mom or a dad like it's it's taking over your whole work it's affecting life i mean it's affecting your job it's affecting like your whole life like you don't even know who you are anymore you can't even recognize yourself and that's why i feel like that's that's the point where you know you need to 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 get some wise counsel i think getting wise counsel because you need somebody to speak into you yeah that's that's great and 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 wise when when we say wise counsel we truly mean clergy, somebody who is a mentor to you, somebody who is in a healthy relationship. You can't receive relationship advice from somebody who's in a toxic relationship. It just, you, you can't also work that way. can't get advice. I've seen this also with people that I've talked to. Also, you also can get counseling from the person you in a toxic relationship with. Oh, no. Come, like no. some people no. get advice from their husband. Some people's no. counselors are are their husbands and it's like it's like that Derek Jackson thing. <laughs> like you yeah you but, I mean but just think think about the if you take a step back and think about the logic of that how can someone counsel you when they're the person being toxic with you like that come on guys we, we're, we're, we're trying to make it so that we're in mature relationships and again we're not saying oh we got it all figured out and all this other stuff we're not we're just trying to create healthy mental health healthy healthy living guys and so that's that's so true seek wise counsel and it's okay to go to therapy it's okay to speak to a counselor it's okay we advocate that stuff you know what i mean and so it's definitely okay especially now after 2020 i feel like therapy now it's available like before you had to get dressed find a therapist drive there i feel like therapy is available online now they're they're practically giving away free therapy now with some services listen listen you guys should see our dms and we have people in our DMs every single day that we're, we're talking with, we're praying with. They're yeah. giving us what they're going through in their relationships, their marriages, what's going on in their lives, their family dynamics. We speak to people all the time through our uh, direct through our DMs, and mm-hmm. people are just they just seeking wise counsel. They're just yeah. seeking some type of um, 
you know, some yeah, type of mediation like or something. People you know, feel so lost in their own right. their own lives. Yeah, and that's one of the the great things about having this platform because we we pray you know a couple of times a week for our for our podcast people for our, our uh, online family and people feel okay. Let me let me at least reach out and we love when you guys do that. That's one of the best things when we get a DM from you guys and you're like, look, can you pray with me through this situation or I'm going through this? Can, can I? I just want some some wise counsel. I think that's so good to have people that you can bounce things off because we're not directly attached to the situation so we can kind of give you a peripheral view overall view from what we see based on what you say but um also try to bring you to some type of not even resolution because we want you to come to your own resolution we want you to be able to seek god and everything that's going on but um mm-hmm. we're talking about how so, to get how yeah, to, how to get say, out of a relationship sorry we go on these standards because we're very passionate yeah, about this stuff let's so. kind of run this back again so it's some things to do if you're in a toxic relationship we said seek wise counsel yeah Um, We also talked about, I mean, talking to a trusted mentor, if you have a pastor in your life, uh, uh, some people, a lot of people go to their mama for advice. (laughs) Be careful with that one. Uh, Because if your mama's in a toxic relationship, too, it's it's more likely that she's going to give you some toxic advice. Um, So we talked about, I I guess these are the kind of relationships that we we're talking about um what to do if you're in a toxic relationship. I don't think we talked about setting boundaries. I think boundary setting is a very important thing to do also. And these are, I'm thinking about the relationships that you can't be like, well, I'm gonna divorce him, I'm gonna leave him, I'm mm-hmm. gonna leave her, I'm gonna stop talking to this friend. I'm talking about people that that are in your life, like your mama, your 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 dad, right, your um your sister, like people that you really care about that are your family. I mean, you could cut it off. You could right. cut them off because your cut off game is real strong. <laughs> Unfortunately, so you will cut. You will cut somebody off, mama, daddy, sister, brother, whatever. <laughs> you you bad. you will cut people off that are are are, are kin, siblings, whatever. <laughs> I but, do um, it to, uh, and, and, and guys, I'm not out there doing this crazily. I do this because I have to protect me, and I also oft, also have to protect my family. It's called we call it keeping was it uh, godly boundaries. Just things. If you know these these things or, or traits are really things that are bringing negativity, then I try to keep godly boundaries around myself and my wife and my mental mental uh, state. But I I came up, I quoted these Doctor Google again. Doctor Google. Real quick, it says ten steps to to end a toxic relationship and these these are just things one step out of denial be prepared to dry off as you step out of the river of denial that's a little pun there denial so meaning like if you keep saying oh it's okay he only hits me on mondays stop you're in denial <laughs> you, you, you gotta or realize I've, I've seen this with me growing he only he hits me and then he tells me how much he loves me or he brings he me flowers me yeah so he really does love me, even though he hits me. Right. So one, step out of denial. Two, keep a log of your emotions. Write it down in a diary. If you're going through something to where today this person made you feel like this, an hour later this person said that, keep a log of your your emotions. So this way you can go back and, 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 and realize, and read your own writing. This is you saying it, right? So keep a log of your emotions. Three, identify uh i'm sorry three is ain't nobody keeping no log of their emotions that's some white advice no think about it though <laughs> who's if, logging their emotions oh my god he hit I'm me on about, monday no no i'm talking on... about at the end of the day you be like today was a rough it's a diary you you had a diary before it's, it's, it's keeping a diary not I like mean, i'm not out here when, I, when i'm in no. toxic relationships i'm not out here like this person manipulated me on january 1st no 19. these are just steps to it's just saying how you you just Get your feelings google down. is giving some different we just told we're trying to, to keep this thing real look no, this is i'm real. telling you for me i'm not journaling I mean, maybe you would journal your emotions, and it's a good idea. Did you I have guess. a diary when you were growing up? I mean, but no, I'm no. Grown I mean, keep it buck. Did I'm you have a diary when you when you when you grew up? Did you did you have someone where yes, you wrote down things? Yes, I had a things? diary, but my diary turned out to be very traumatic for me. If you want to go down this road, open up this. But can guess of worms. what? But my diary was traumatic for me because I wrote my feelings in there, and my stepmother would find it and read it and show it to my dad, and then I felt so exposed. Right, but this so. is but, but your diary should be something. 
that you read to yourself. And again, this is I did this is it's exactly what I'm saying. This is identifying a toxic relationship. If you go back through that book and see how that person made you feel each day, yeah. that's a way yeah, to yeah. be able to get you know to to come to that that realization. That yeah, 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 because yeah. you get to what read. What I'm saying is women, on. we remember everything. Like we can remember what oh, you I did. Know. We we have a, a the Bible says like Elephant. no, don't keep any records of wrongdoings, but buddy do i have a, a, a list in my head like i don't need a diary to remember all the toxic things like you know i've been through like i got a mental diary of this yeah. thing but anyway next next one um uh blah, 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 blah. surround yourself something we talk about with positivity meaning your friends your acquaintances you want to make sure that the people in your circle are also not people filled with negativity Again, i was if, gonna if, say when you yeah. call your home girl make sure you call in the right home girl right right because <laughs> if your home girl is single she's gonna, yeah, she's, gonna she's gonna give you some other kind of some advice single so advice yeah you call in your girlfriend make sure you call in the right one that's gonna speak into your life like i have one speak light into your life yeah yeah, I have one girlfriend I could call and I could be like, this, this, this is happening. Or Aaron did this, this, and this. And then she'd be like, let's pray. Let's pray right now. And I'd be like, no, no, but let me tell you. <laughs> like, I'm ready to go on and on about it. Like, 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 I want her to get fired up. Like, he did what? Like, he said what? I'm like, but she's like, let's pray. Let's pray right now. Like, let's stop. Like, she don't even want to hear all the, the, the ins and, you know, whatever happened. Like, the ins and out of everything. Like, Let's stop right now and pray. So you need that type of person that's going to take you off of 10. Yes. Not somebody that's going to take you from 10 to a 15. That, that's pretty right. much what, what, like, what girl, my wife is saying. Girl, when he come home, you need to just punch him in the face. Right, exactly. <laughs> Call the Don't right people. Don't cook up dinner. Throw some high grits on him. But yeah, uh, yeah so you need that friend in your life you or that the, person. Yeah. Be like, you know Positive what? Let's, people. Let's, let's yeah. pray. Let's pray this thing out. And uh, lastly, um, the last one. Um, in order to heal, you need to allow your time, allow yourself time to rest emotionally, physically, like these things you need to when, when you do decide that, OK, I don't need this toxic relationship. The last thing, you, the first thing you should do is allow yourself time to rest. I mean, taking your phone off, not dealing with drama, give yourself an opportunity to heal from everything that just happened. Once you moved on from a toxic relationship. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I was yeah. like, how does this work? Not in the middle of it. I'm okay, talking about Because I'm like, if you're living you, with that person, they coming right. home with their toxicness. Right. So you I'm talking about once, you, on once you moved on, once you moved on from a toxic relationship. So we can actually so go. So once you move on, let's little add to that a little That's bit because we're say. in the social media thing right now. That means blocking a person. We talked, like, I had this conversation recently with a person like, should I talk to them? Should I go meet up them in person? You know, my parents told me to block them, block them, block them, block them. Um, if they if you have to delete a number delete, delete it num and block the number delete and block the number i mean what other ways now with social media stop following them on site stop stop yeah. watching their stories people yeah, you be stop watching. doing it to yourself because a lot, a lot of people we right. throw ourselves back into toxic situations because we just we miss them so much because obviously you stay yep. in a relationship your heart for a is while there. you love yeah, them yeah, you, yeah. you love so, them you in love with them but yeah. they toxic and you know they toxic and so yeah, block them, delete numbers. What else? Yeah, and the, and the old thing, the old, what's the old uh, thing? You get what you ask for. If don't don't ask to be in a toxic relationship because when you start when you when you get out of a toxic relationship, and you try to go back. People say, "Well, you get what you deserve." Don't get to the point where you get what you deserve. Oh, that's harsh advice. That's a, it is though. Ooh, Think about it. Yeah, I know. I don't, know. Don't be in a situation to get what you deserve. Because once somebody say that's like yeah. somebody that goes back to a person who is who's physically abusive. You finally leave, but then you go back because you want. You know that person mm -hmm. said, "Oh, I'm sorry," but then you I'm go back. I'm gonna change my ways. I'm gonna change my ways, and then now you go back and you're getting beat beaten worse oh gosh at some point you gotta be like okay this isn't about them it's about me now and what yeah. is it in me that that i feel i deserve all these things to happen to me you know what i mean like mm -hmm. why do i feel that way why do i deserve this mm -hmm. and that com and that comes from i think you started talking about it earlier about self-worth um Where's your self worth? Where, where do you value yourself? Do you value yourself as somebody who deserves the best in this world, and and you love so hard, and you want somebody to love you back that much? But where's your heart in this in this matter? What do you feel you deserve? That's the that's the number one question you should ask yourself. Mm -hmm. What do I deserve? 
mm-hmm. and think about yeah, it. Yeah, do I, I so. deserve to be yelled at? Do I deserve to be hit? Do I deserve to be uh, treated as a piece of meat? Do I deserve to be hit? Do I deserve to be cursed at? Do I deserve to be, you know, um, neglected, Manip- manipulated? manipulated? Do yeah. I do I deserve and do I expect this to happen? And so that's the first thing you have to honestly ask yourself. Do I deserve this? Mm -hmm. And honestly, 10 times out of 10 is going to be no, because nobody deserves to be to be treated not like the child of God that they are. Nobody deserves that. I don't care what you did. Nobody Mm -hmm. deserves that. And so if you feel that every single day, it's an uphill battle just to put a smile on your face sis bro it's time to it's time to think about some things it really is yeah and i feel like if you're listening to this podcast and you feeling like a little guilty you like i am that toxic person i oh i've been manipulating this person you know you've been lying to them you know you've been cheating you working on you know you know when you get mad you could be verbally abusive or physically abusive what would you have to say to that person boom if you if somebody listens to this podcast and they know that they're the one that's toxic in the relationship if if my, my advice would be if if you know you're the one that is causing a lot of this stuff one you need to take some time for yourself and I, introspection I, is, is yes is it, it's that what we call it before mirror time you need mirror time uh, mentally, spiritually, mentally, you need mirror time. You need to evaluate, reevaluate what's going on. If that means stepping away from a relationship and getting some counseling and then circling back, that's what needs to happen. If you're like, I need to really see why am I like this to this person that I, 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 I claim to love. I really, really need to take a self inventory and see what's going on with me. And it's okay to take time away. And if the relationship doesn't come, you know, does it come back? It's okay because now you're healthier for the next relationship because sometimes relationships just aren't repairable. You just can't repair every relationship once you've done so much stuff to people. To people. people just don't want to be around you, and that's okay. So that's why the self, uh, uh, the, the, the what did I just say? The, the um, introspection. Introspection is important because you have to make sure that you're healthy enough. And, and, and again, it's okay. It's okay to not get things right all the time, but also it's even more okay mm-hmm. to get help when you realize that you've been wrong yeah. in this situation. So I give the advice okay. for somebody who's, who is mm-hmm. the abuser or the toxic person. So what's your advice for yeah. the person who's in the toxic relationship and don't know how to get out? What, from a woman's perspective, what is your uh, uh, advice? My advice that I've given to people um, that I've counseled in this area is, uh, one, you, you got to first realize and, just be honest with yourself. I've talked to a lot of women where they're like, you know, I've seen text messages or he's hit me this time or if he, he's yelled at me and, and, t- and called me names and told me this. But, you know, but I love him, but I know he can change. I know he saw this growing up, like just being real with yourself and, and, and really going with that matern that that woman instinct. I feel like we have this instinct inside of us where we know like this is not right. Like I don't feel right about this. One, realizing it and two, being honest about yourself. Cause I've had conversations I'm thinking now with people that they're like, I saw this text message. I saw this lady calling him. I saw him. I drove past this person's house. If you even get to that point where you're following them and you see them outside of women's house and, but then you convince yourself that you didn't see that text message. You, you've heard like heard things and you convince yourself that you haven't seen it, you haven't heard it, and that you you know your man is cheating on you, like and you you try to convince yourself that he's he's not doing it. So I think the first thing is um that coming out of denial, being real and honest with yourself, like, you know what, this is toxic. I'm in a toxic relationship. Um, I feel a lot of women lose themselves with just life, mm. especially if you throw kids and stuff in there. Yeah. You you don't even you know something's not wrong, but you don't even want to deal with it because you like yeah. you like life is happening right now. Like I'm having kids, my kids are little. Like I got to put time into being a mom. Like there's so much stuff going on, especially if you work and you're trying to be a mom, trying to be a wife. You get so caught up in those roles that you lose yourself. That you you don't even want to take time to to face what's happening. So I think really really facing things not being in denial. Um, and when you, you got to get to a point where you say enough is enough. Cause until you put your foot down and say enough is enough, that action, that toxicness is going to keep happening. Like 
So you got to say enough is enough. I'm worth more than this. Yeah. I Maybe I didn't see this growing up. Maybe I saw my mama being cheated on. Maybe I didn't know that things could be different. And I was raised in this environment where this was okay. And I know now that this is not okay. Right. This is not the life that I want to live. This is not the life I want my kids to see and be a part of. Like this ends with me. So saying enough is enough. And then getting, getting therapy. Yeah. Um, I advocate for therapy because therapy just changed my whole life. Yeah. So that's just a transparent moment. Like I was in therapy for months. I don't even know if it went over into years, but uh, maybe over a year. But yeah, therapy changed my life. Therapy helped me to, to, to the first one of the first questions in therapy is like, why do you, why do you think you deserve this? And I start, I broke down because I'm like, I've never asked myself this question. Like, why, why do I deserve this? Why am I staying for this? Why is it that I'm saying to myself that this is okay? And so I think that's a a question that women need to ask themselves too, which has a lot to do with self-worth and self-esteem. Like, like, why do I think I need to be talked to like this? Why do I think I need to be hit? Why do I think I need? it's okay for them to manipulate me like this? So yeah. Men as well. Men as well. This works for men and women as yeah, well. So, yeah, so getting therapy and then facing that thing head on. Like, you you, mm. you come to some point where you got it. I said enough is enough. But facing that person and saying, like, I know this is what's happening or put it out there. Like, this is what's happening. This is how I'm feeling because I feel like a lot of time we're getting manipulated. We're we're in this toxic relationship and we're feeling these things, but we're not communicating these things to the person that we're in the relationship with. Like the other day I had a conversation with a person that's near and dear to my heart and they started off in in the beginning of the conversation with manipulation. I'm like, yo, this is not like like this is not only manipulation, but it's verbally abusive. And Mm. I was just like, like, not like we're not about to do this today. Like, like enough of this already. And this has been happening for years now. And I'm like, actually, no, this makes me feel this way when you say these things and when you do these things. And it was just uh, something that I never, like I had to be vulnerable and courageous. I'm reading this book now. So I think that helped me too. I had to be vulnerable and courageous with that person because that person is really near and dear to my heart. And I had to say like, look, like this is hurting my feelings when you say and do these things. So having, being courageous and vulnerable to have that conversation, express yourself. Like if you know this person is toxic and they're doing some things to you that is not making you feel right, like let them know, let them know that they're doing this because maybe they don't even know. They, they're been so stuck in their ways that they don't even know that it's affecting you the way that it's affecting you. Yeah. yeah. So I could go on and on. I would say, yeah, we, we could talk all day guys. It's, It's already been over 50 minutes and, and sorry, this was a long podcast, but this is something we're very, 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 very passionate about because we want people to be, you know, I think last week we did the, the podcast, the sweet spot. We want people to just feel it's okay to love. It's okay to be in love. It's okay to be in relationships with people. It's okay to, to want to be happy. And that's, that's what this thing is all about. It's all about setting boundaries so you can live your best life. And you can't live your best life if there's negativity, constant fighting and strife and stress and tears. And, 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 and you can't even enjoy the victories because yeah. you're so stuck in the war. You know what I mean? And so we just, yeah. we just, this podcast was all about that. Hopefully you found your courage in this. Hopefully you realized some things and hopefully this podcast was a light bulb moment for yes. you, um, for either dealing with toxic relationships or recognizing the signs of a toxic relationship, or even if it was the part of how to get out of a toxic relationship. Yeah. These are just the, we just hope that you left with something. Yeah. And again, these aren't, this these words aren't judging you and saying you're a horrible person. You should know better. This. No, because we will both, and, and everyone's going through these situations where we've been through these things. We, we've been in these situations. Yeah, man. We're in these yeah. situations. We're in I'm these in situations. these situations. Yes. With I'm working family, through with this love. Yeah, myself. Yeah. And so, so. We've, we're in these situations. And, and thank God we were to the point in our marriage where we're not here, you know, in a toxic relationship. And so, but when we look back, we were in a toxic yeah, relationship. Yeah, we had and to so, do a lot of work, a lot of a therapy, lot of work. Yeah. you know, from generational stuff that we just, we right. had in us. Like, I remember if I could be transparent, boo, that when we, when we first started living together, we had our first argument and you said something to me that I didn't like, and I slapped you right across the face. Yeah. Like, it was just my first, that was our first big argument living together for the first time. And that's, that's what I saw growing up. So. Right. 
my first reaction and after I did it, I was like, whoa, like it shocked me and it shocked you right. that I responded in that way. But it was just like, that's what I saw. That's how I saw people fighting. Right. And you know I think the saying? first thing I so, did was I, I think I grabbed you and I was like, never, you, yeah, ever. You're like, never, ever. Like we're, yeah. this is not what we're doing. Yeah, never, ever touch me. To, like, just don't yeah, do that. Cause yeah, that's but, just, that's what I knew. That's how I saw people that I love growing up. Like that was the relationship. That's how they fought with each other. You said something to me. I didn't like, I was going to hit you. Right. And so, so that's just a transparent moment. Um, no, but, it, it is, that's, but that's, yeah, I think life is short. 2020 has definitely like 2020 has so many lessons for me. It's opened my eyes in so many ways. Like I would never be the same woman again after 2020. Cause it just yeah. showed me like life is too short. Like it's too short to live like this. It's too short to be in a toxic relationship. Like it's too short to endure things that it's not God's greater purpose. Like I was telling somebody the other day, like, God's like, God wants you to live a joyful, full, promise-filled life. Like, he yeah. does not want you crying every day. He doesn't want you to be verbally abused. He, no. does, he doesn't want this. Some part, I was reading a book, and the book was written by a pastor's wife, and she was saying, like, all the time growing up, like, nobody has ever told her, like, you can live a joyful Christian life. Like, life doesn't always have to be this, this sad, like... Yeah. You know, like God wants us to have fun. Like he wants us to have this full life. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I mean, and, and, and you're so spot on, boo. And um, again, family, we thank you guys so much. We're going to end here because, again, we could talk all day about this. Maybe we should do a live one day and um, IG live or something like that and just kind of talk about these things, man. And if you guys want to do an IG live and, and talk about this topic more, yeah, definitely let us know, man. It's something we're interested in talking through and being, a, you know, a really, um, Delving yeah. into, hey, maybe. You know, oh my uh, gosh, I've talked so much today. <laughs> yeah, but it's just cool though. It's yeah. cool. But all right, so thank thank you guys again for checking us out, AP and Toy Podcast. If you guys yeah. love this, make sure yeah. you guys listen, subscribe to our and our share channel. share with Enjoy. some people that you feel that you know that can use this that right. this oh, can help. Before before we end up, I want to pray real quick for uh for relationships. I just want to pray for you guys, and um we hope and our, our hope with this podcast was that you guys get an opportunity just to be able to take some self inventory, know that you are loved, know what you do, what you should and shouldn't accept and know exactly that God loves you and, and, and did not create you yes. to be in an environment of chaos. He did yeah. not. He did God not. He loves you. Way, he wants way better for you. Mm -hmm. And so let's pray. Uh, Father God, I thank you so much for everybody listening that is under the sound of my voice. Father, I thank you for the person that is, is just, in a situation right now, Lord, they may feel stuck. They may realize some of the symptoms or the signs that they that 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 is happening in their relationship, Father God, and they may be thinking, "Wow, how did I get here?" And Father, I just want them. I just want them to to, to one know that they are loved. I want them to have the courage to know that you are with them, Father God. You'll never leave nor forsake them, Father God. And you will always, always have their back. That's one of the greatest things that I love about you guys, that you always have our back. You never leave us alone. You never leave us on the side of the road. You are always there. You're just waiting to get tagged in and you're waiting for us to just to be able to lean on you. So, Father God, I pray that the person that is hearing my voice right now finds the courage to be able to have a conversation with you. Give them the strength, Father God. Give them the courage and let them know that you're that, that they're loved. They are under your wing and they're they're right next to your hearts. They don't deserve the the stress, the drama, the the abuse, the hurt. That is not what you designed them for. And so, God, I pray for courage. I pray for wisdom. I pray for a a a, a new set of friends if need, Father God. I pray for a circle of people that are going to uplift them, Father God. I pray for their household. I pray for their children if if applied. I pray for their spouses, Father God. I pray for their village. And God, I just pray for that person individually as well, Father God. They're hurting. They're lost. They're confused. They don't know where they went wrong. But God, we know that in you, your timing is perfect. Your knowledge is perfect. And everything about you is perfect. So you can deliver us through anything, Father God. So I pray that on today, Lord, their hearts are clear, their minds are clear, and their eyes are focused on you and let you order their steps, Father God. We thank you. We love you. We honor you. And we just adore you. Yes. We thank you, God. In your precious holy name's sake, we pray. Amen. Amen. Family, thank you guys so much for listening. 
I hope that this was a great podcast for you guys. We went for an hour. Sorry. Um, we try, no, it's we, all right. It's good. Yeah, good we, we, try, we try and get it to at least a half an hour or less. But we thank you so, so much for uh, checking us out, guys. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, all that good stuff. Thank you so much. Follow us on IG, AP Toya Podcast. And uh, anything else, Boo, before we sign off? No, that's good. Thank you for listening. Hey, man, we love you guys. Hopefully everything is going good. Let us know how you felt about this podcast and hope we can talk again soon. We'll see you in the comments. God bless you guys. We're out. Peace. Just the other day, we were two kids falling in love. But now we're full grown, baby. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Because what we have is heaven sent.